0: Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fensky. Better Together hope to merge St. Louis City and St. Louis County through a statewide initiative. But backers withdrew their proposal last spring after facing a major backlash. In its place, the Municipal League developed a plan to put together a board of freeholders. This group will have representation from both city and county and special powers under the state constitution. Members can draft a plan to merge the city and the county or some variation or drop the idea altogether. The St. Louis County Council signed off on most of County Executive Sam Page's picks for the board. But in St. Louis City, appointments have stalled. That's even though the deadline to get the full board appointed was last Wednesday. So what does that mean, and what comes next? Joining me in studio to talk about it is St. Louis Public Radio reporter Rachel Lipman. Rachel, welcome to the program. Hey, Sarah. It's good to be here. So, Rachel, how many freeholders have been appointed at this point, and who are
1: they representing? There are nine as there would be from the county. The mayor appointed a list of nine basically actually very shortly after this uh, petition was certified and they ruled that yes, there are enough signatures that you will have to form a board of freeholders. And that was on September 23rd. Uh, There were some names on the list that uh, listeners to St. Louis Public Radio might recognize. Bridget McDermott Flood, she's head of the Incarnate Word Foundation. Lashana Lewis, who is a storyteller for Story Collider and has been featured in some stories we've done about flooding in East St. Louis. Earl Nance Jr., who is, you know, well Known names, uh, activist, pastor, etc. Um, Jerry Schlichter has done a lot of work around uh, tax credits, uh, has formed um, Arch Grants, is chair of Arch Grants. Those names went to the Board of Aldermen, and that is where they sit. So what is holding them up at this point? As you say, these are some names that they have good reputations around town. A lot of it has to do with the, geogra- the geography of who applied. The mayor put out a call for applications. She basically said, we want this to be a diverse group that represents a cross-section of the city. The problem was they did not get a lot of applicants from what are generally sort of considered north side. There were just 13 people who applied applied. applied from those north side wards out of 132 applications. Mm. And there were four wards, all of them in North St. Louis, who had nobody apply at all. The second ward, the third ward, the 22nd ward, and the 27th ward. And that has frustrated members of the Black Caucus at the Board of Aldermen. They say that the city is 50-50, black and white, very close to 50-50, and that to have equitable representation, there need to be more people from the north side. If you look at the list of individuals who were named to the board originally by the mayor there are 2 from north side wards there are 3 from south side wards and 4 from the central corridor hmm so people don't like that balance
0: now john collins mohammed he's the alderman for ward 21 he says he will not vote to approve any nominations until the board of aldermen get 4 or more nominees who reside in north st louis
2: this city is majority black Uh, majority of our black population resides in North St. Louis and I think that it's only appropriate and fair uh, and equitable that we make sure that North St. Louis is fairly represented uh, on this board. Uh, Something that Art of Women has alerted me to uh, earlier this year, when you look at all the boards and commissions throughout the city of St. Louis, all these boards that make important decisions when it comes to zoning or industrial development, so on and so on, on all all these boards, uh, North St. Louis is not represented at all. And the Board of Freeholders will be another super PAC commission that will decide the fate of our government and our government services that people in North St. Louis rely on the most
0: that's Alderman John Collins Muhammad, Rachel Lipman, should the mayor have anticipated this insistent not just on black representation, but black North City representation?
1: I think she could have looked at the list of nominees and realized that there might have been some pushback. There's a couple of things that she does have to take into consideration here beyond geographic representation. One is party. You can only have four, five from one party, which means she would have to appoint two or three or four who are or has to point four who are either Republican or Independent. Okay, that, and that limits, can be hard to It find. can be, it can be. Um, and and that so that limited bit, you know, that's probably going to come from South or Central parts of the city, generally speaking. Um, I think they a little bit used the idea of we went with people who applied as a crutch. Mm. It was a way for her to say, well, you know, we got the people who wanted to be civically engaged and wanted to give up a year of their time. And I take their point. But the outreach, you know, they say, oh, we sent this email and we sent it to the alderman and the mayor has done what they wanted to do. There's a way to look at this and go we've got 13 people from the north side who else how else can we get more of these applications in because they sent this email out in June or 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 you know July this was not a you know hey we are doing this within 10 days because they knew this was coming so could I think more could have been done to say Let's see if we can get some more applications from the north side, rather than simply saying, oh, well, you know, we went off of these applications.
0: The mayor's chief of staff, Steve Conway, he says that the mayor's office has done what they are required to do under the Constitution and that the mayor did what she was supposed to do under the law.
2: We reached out to the alderman um, and specifically early on the process, made this an open and transparent process to make sure that everyone had Um, Some input and we specifically you saw the letter that we sent to the Alderman specifically gave them the opportunity Here's the link click on it send names Um, And uh, we can reach out as much as we can um, To get people to do it, but they were the first people that got the letter and the notification
0: that's Chief of Staff Steve Conway, and he's obviously pushing back that he doesn't think they needed to go out there recruiting people, but maybe that would have solved this problem. Well,
1: I mean, if you read the the letter of the law, the very strict portion of the Constitution, it says, you know, the mayor shall appoint. And she even said that, you know, no, we don't have to go for who applies. They could reach outside of who applied. Again, I think they used it as a crutch. They're sort of doing the minimum of what they needed to do. And that's, I think, kind of where this pushback comes from from is you can look at the numbers, you could put it in a spreadsheet, you could sort it very simply and say, there are 13 who applied from North St. Louis. It gets obviously to a broader question of civic engagement in, you know, uh, less di- uh, less prosperous areas of the city. And that's a topic for a whole other show. But Probably take more than 10 minutes. It would take a lot more than 10 minutes to, to kind of work through that issue. But I don't think you could have looked at the list and go, we're going to be able to get an equitable board from here. The other thing, too, is that she named these guys within 24 hours or less. I think it was even four. Four hours after the certification was announced, where they said, Yes, this process will begin. That tells me they had a pretty good idea of who they wanted mm-hmm. before this process got started and that they kind of had a mindset of maybe they reached out to people they wanted to serve as opposed to, you know, reaching out to aldermen or women from these wards and saying, hey, is there anyone who you think might be good? John Collins Muhammad did tweet this morning considerations that this is asking a lot of time. It's asking a lot of effort for these people. And if you're working, you know, two, three, four jobs on uh you know, a day of scheduling kind of thing where you have to call in and find when your shift is flexible shifting, I guess. That's really No, hard. you can't make that commitment. I take that point as well. But I do think, yes, there may have been more that the uh, mayor could have done to avoid this backlash. So Aldermanic President Lewis Reed requested that the Intergovernmental
0: Affairs Committee set a meeting to make a decision on these appointments. An agreement wasn't reached. He ended up canceling the session. What's going to happen if agreement can't be reached about the city freeholders? Could the county make a decision on this issue with no city participation? There's
1: nothing to say that they couldn't. There's nothing in the constitutional provision creating the Board of Freeholders that says any plan that's proposed to have to have support from both city and county freeholders. Hmm. There's, you know, nothing that that seems to require that the city has a voice. Now. Some aldermen have said if a plan comes forward and the city isn't included, they will sue. Whether they would have standing to sue over this is a question that no one knows. There's also a question of whether these deadlines actually even matter. There's a 1954 court case that seems to suggest it doesn't matter. But the reasoning or the logic behind why it wouldn't isn't entirely clear. Okay, so we did have this 30 day deadline. We're
0: past it. There might be a legal precedent saying it doesn't matter. What is the likelihood of litigation on this?
1: I, you know, I do really, really bad at predictions. It's why I don't gamble. It's why I didn't do sports journalism. But I think if the process sort of goes forward and they start meeting and actually discussing things, because technically one of Page's nominees didn't meet this deadline either. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it at ninety nine percent that there'll be litigation. <laughs> that There will be litigation. Oh, I, it's just way. it's such a it's such uncharted territory, as they keep saying.
0: We heard from a number of our listeners. We did get a tweet um, from Gary who says, I'm hopeful they can come up with a plan that can convince voters we would all benefit from a structure that can fund regional solutions, not just neighborhood. I hope they don't just become a board of brie holders, meaning the brie cheese. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm
1: all for cheese holders. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard hard to be
0: against that. Hard to be, especially Uh brie. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's what's happening in the city. Wow. Well, it sounds like this could get really interesting from here, as usual, in St. Louis. So, St. Louis Public Radio reporter Rachel Lipman, thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure, Sarah. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Sarah Fenske. While Mayor Lyda Cruson's picks are on hold for now, St. Louis County Executive Sam Page has seen most of his get approved, and one of the newly named freeholders is here joining us in studio. Jason Wilson is the owner and chief executive officer of Northwest Coffee Roasting Company. He's also a parent with kids in the Clayton School District, and he's the treasurer of the Clayton School Board. Jason Wilson, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, how are you doing? Thank you.
0: <laughs> so we've been talking about just how hard this Job is that's in front of you. What made you decide to throw your hat in the ring for this?
3: Well, I, I grew up in St. Louis, and um, if you grew up in St. Louis, you would have seen the way I grew up in St. Louis, that is, you would have seen like all the um, the disparities. Um, it, it, I lived all around St. Louis, so I was able to see the good side and the bad side, and I, I, I've always wanted to see it be, be a better place. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gung ho about the idea. The opportunity to be able to influence an outcome That will be better for our fu- the future of St. Louis
0: Did uh, County Executive Sam Page seek you out Or did you uh, step forward for this? No,
3: I stepped forward Wow Absolutely Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, th- this is the type of thing That I've always wanted to be a part of I mean, like I said, I, I grew up in St. Louis So yeah. um, I know how it is I know how hard it can be um, And I mean, I want all The slang term I want all of that kind of smoke I want all the responsibility You know what I'm saying? To, to be able to um, to influence the outcome that would be a, a better plan and a better future for uh, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Now, Pat Kelly, who's the head of the Municipal League that sort of jump-started this process, mm-hmm. um, he talked about how the time commitments are really hard, but he also said they need to have the ability to sit in a public meeting and have people yell at them.
3: Yeah.
0: It, it sounds like that's you. You're willing to, to I accept mean, that.
3: Look, my coaches in my lifetime, my, my father, my, uh, my mentor, David Price, I mean, there's no pain there's no gain. There's yeah. no gain. There's no pain, right? So, I mean, you got to be able to deal with that type of stuff. And um, like I said, I'm, I'm ready for all of that type of um, those commentaries, those those comments coming my way. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I want to see a better outcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I that's it's, nothing for me to sit through that. So
0: What do you think is the best possible scenario that can come out of this freeholders process?
3: The best possible scenario? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. What's I mean, the
0: pie in the sky? Like, uh, we will but, all so, end up happily ever after. Yeah, I
3: mean, I mean… You want an outcome that's going to make it a, a place that has parity, right? Mm-hmm. That has balance. That's what you want. I mean— So people so, here
0: have a chance. Yeah,
3: have a chance. I mean, yeah, have a chance. And then I, I really want to see North St. Louis City mm-hmm. have an opportunity to uh, to reduce its crime, uh, create some jobs over there, uh, create a middle class that that, that's, that can be a participant in our local economy. That's what I'm talking about. So, I mean— yeah, I mean that's that would be great. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Now others have said though that if this process doesn't merge the schools, it will never get at the problems with parity here. Yet my understanding of this with the board of freeholders is that's statutorily something that you're not allowed to even touch.
3: Well, I, I haven't I haven't run them by anybody, but I will tell you this: um, if if we're alienating anything dealing with school, mm-hmm. right? Um, especially in African American, predominantly African American communities, it's a no go for me. It's non-negotiable. If, That's just people, if how I feel. people don't deal yeah, with yeah, this we're, we're not dealing with like the crux that like the origin of our issue. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do any more patchwork. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm not into the patchwork conversations and, and these ideas and, and I want to say let's go to the origin and fix it so we can really be innovative. And change some lives here, absolutely. Yet
1: here
0: you are, you're an elected member of the Clayton School Board. I have to imagine that some of the people you represent would be freaked out if all of a sudden things shifted where Clayton wasn't just drawing from this wonderful pool that they have and had to deal with with some of the problems in the city. Do you think that your current constituents in Clayton would be ready for that level of change?
3: You know, I I don't know. Um, I, I will say this. Clayton is a pretty progressive community. And there's a lot of folks over there that want that want to see things happen in our city that makes it better. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if there if, if it calls for a bit of a sacrifice here or there, I mean, I think they're for it.
0: What did you think about the Better Together proposal?
3: I, I thought it lacked a few issues. I think you mentioned some earlier, um, dealing with schools, dealing with uh, some of the resources, and uh, that 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 can help our community out. You can't you can't you can't put those those things on hold. You got to mm-hmm. include everything. Put it all on the table and deal with it. And I, and I thought that, in some way, um, they kind of um, didn't really want to deal with some of those issues. They just mm-hmm. want to get something passed and then let's amend and let's go forward and make it better. And, and to me, I, amendments don't always work. I mean, I, I, I live in a, in a country where amendments—where <laughs> <I>, where <laughs> my, my freedom, my freedom—is amendment is an amendment. So I mean, yeah. you know. So I don't know. I want to. I want. Uh, we got to deal with this stuff head on and. I think that might, might be a big, a big part of the problem.
0: We've heard from some of our listeners um, who've weighed in via Twitter, Mm -hmm. and Shauna says, she's referring back to the conversation we had with Rachel Lippman about um, people in the city of St. Louis being unhappy with the representation. She says, so wait, all of the people they want off this list are people of color, but they're saying they want more people of color? I'm very confused. LaShauna Lewis is the only queer person on this list, and the STL Board of Aldermen doesn't want her because she doesn't live in North St. Louis. Shauna's obviously not happy about that. What do you think about this issue where Mayor Cruson has taken some heat for only getting this one North St. Louis resident? Is that a problem?
3: I have to say, um, I, I really don't want to get involved in that conversation. I can I mean, understand. I mean, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an appointee and someone can say something about Jason being on the board. Yeah. So, I mean, um, but I mean, I, fi- I know they'll figure that out. Yeah. They'll figure the situation out. The, the people that they've appointed, some fine people. And uh, if, they, if, there's, if there's a need for appointing uh, more folks from the north side. Let's get them. Mm-hmm.
0: Twitter user Public Ethic STL says, the Board of Freeholders' powers are limited by only four things. One, a vote by the people of St. Louis city and county. Two, the U.S. and Missouri constitutions. And three, their collective imaginations and ability to work together as a group. This should be interesting. It sounds like he kind of shares your idea that this could be hugely transformative.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> you think about Nashville. You think about Indianapolis, uh, Louisville. I mean, those are cities that have done something in the last 50 years. Uh, I think there's been 40 um, 40 mergers of city county in the US since the inception of the United States. Hmm. I, I believe. I believe that's okay. What. Um, uh, yeah, we want to be innovative. I mean, the, I mean, that's the whole thing. You want to be innovative. You want to compete. You want to push other communities, other cities, to push forward and do the same thing. I mean, this is a huge situation. I am gung ho. I want to be. I want, I want to be a part of this. I want to. Like, man, this is exciting.
0: So, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge in getting a good proposal out of this process that's ahead of you?
3: Uh, you know, I honestly don't know, because uh, <laughs> you know, it's because you never know. I mean, yeah. you just. I mean, in one minute it might be you know sh- sharing resources in certain different communities, right? Or it could be race, you know, anti-blackness. It could be a lot of things. Um, but I don't want to. I don't want to speculate. I just want. I want to sit down at the table. And let's get a, get into a conversation and make sure we're transparent and make sure we're advocating it. Our, our, our these, these things that we're doing so that people know what's going on and we can address the issues in real time.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're eager to get this process started.
3: I mean, hey, I'm here.
0: So hopefully mm-hmm. St. Louis City will figure out its problems and you'll get some representation so it's not just county people. Look,
3: I know I know Jonathan, I know Reed, I know Lewis, uh, I mean, a lot of I know they'll all get together and make something happen because this is crucial for our community for our region. So, I mean, let's get it together. Let's get it going.
1: That's
0: Jason Wilson. He's a St. Louis County representative to the Board of Freeholders. Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Absolutely. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.